the Italian Wine Podcast is the community-driven platform for Italian wine geeks around the world. Support the show by donating at italianwinepodcast.com. Donate five or more euros and we'll send you a copy of our latest book, My Italian Grape Geek Journal, absolutely free. To get your free copy of My Italian Grape Geek Journal, click support us at italianwinepodcast.com or wherever you get your pods. Grazie mille. Welcome to this special Italian wine podcast broadcast. This episode is a recording off Clubhouse, the popular drop-in audio chat. This Clubhouse session was taken from the Wine Business Club and Italian Wine Club. Listen in as wine lovers and experts alike engage in some great conversation on a range of topics in wine. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. And remember to subscribe and rate our show wherever you tune in. Hi everyone, welcome to Clubhouse Ambassadors Corner. So we have like around two people for today, but that's okay. We are recording the episode and we will put this up on Italian Wine Podcast. So for now, we have Barbara Fitzgerald. Hello, Barbara. How are you doing? I'm great, Laika. How are you? All good. A little busy, but <laughs> uh, yes, but we are getting ready for the holiday period. So yes. everything, everything's okay. And so we also have Massimilian Apollonio here today. Before I begin and before I leave the stage to you and to Massimiliano, I will be introducing you. So you have been doing the Clubhouse Ambassadors Corner. Why did you like doing Clubhouse Ambassadors Corner? Why do you enjoy it? It's just such a great way to have really, you know, intimate, informative conversation with amazing producers, especially where I am in California. You know, I don't get the opportunity to meet with Italian producers one on one all the time. And the ones that come out here, you know, there's just there's so many more than what makes it out to California. So it is so great to get to talk to the whole, you know, the world of Italian wine. Absolutely. Actually, Clubhouse Ambassadors Corner has been a concept that was actually made by Stevie to connect Italian wine ambassadors and their favorite Italian wine producers. Before anything else, uh, why did you select Massimiliano as your favorite producer? So as you said, I've done a lot of clubhouses lately. So if anyone has heard me speak, I live in Puglia part of the year. I love Puglia so much. And we're here today to talk about a grape called Negro Maro, which is often referred to as the king of Salento. And I personally think that Massimiliano should be the designated the king of Negro Maro. So his roots in Puglia run really deep. He's really making a benchmark wine. So he does a lot to represent the region and the grape. So excited to have him here. Yes, actually, you have been interviewing producers from Puglia, and this is really amazing. Now you're taking us back to Puglia again. <laughs> so that is really nice. Since most of the listeners here are a little geeky about, you know, the learning objectives. So what are the learning objectives of this interview? I really hope that listeners can gain a greater appreciation for the Negro Maro grape and just recognize its potential as a really exceptional indigenous variety of Italy. So I think Massimiliano can provide insights that will help deepen people's understanding of the grape's unique qualities and also just help them see the incredible potential it has for producing high quality wines. Okay, so my last question is, how did you discover the wines of Apollonio 1870? Well, you cannot go anywhere in Puglia without seeing Apollonio somewhere. So 
I've been seeing it around for a long time. Um, Cause like I said, it's really a benchmark producer in the area. But beyond that, I actually just met Massimiliano at Tormina Gourmet. And I had the opportunity to participate in a vertical tasting of his Negro Maros going all the way back to 1978. And I was just completely like knocked off my feet by how fresh and energetic that wine still was. And it was just so clear. I was in the presence of somebody who had an incredible, you know, wisdom, knowledge, connection, understanding to this, to this grape in this region. That's amazing. Tasting the wine of 1978. Well, are you going to talk about that later during your discussion? We should. Yeah. I am also curious about this. Anyway, (laughs) so I am going to meet myself and um, now the floor is yours. Okay, well, I'm going to introduce everybody to Massimiliano. So thank you so much for being here with us today. After studying enology, Massimiliano gained professional experience by working for important Italian, French, and Spanish wine growers. And now he is the main enologist for Apollonia Wines, and he oversees all the aspects of production and controls all the quality of the wines. So he's involved in grape growing, harvesting, winemaking, bottling, guarantees all of all of these, the, the quality of these with his expertise. Um, with his technical knowledge, field experience, and love for research, he uses his creativity to produce high-quality original wines. He is a former local representative of the Italian Organizzazione Nazionale Assaggiatori Vini, which is the National Organization of Wine Tasters, and he is now a regional president of the Enology Association for the regions of Puglia, Basilicata, and Calabria. So welcome, Massimiliano. Ciao, Barbara. (laughs) Ciao, ciao. We're so glad to have you here today. So let's get right into it. Can you give us, I mean, like I said, your family, your winery is really a benchmark producer for for Puglia. So can you give us a brief history of your family and the winery? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. In in, in 1870, my ancestor, Noe Apollonio, began cultivating uh, his vineyards and crafting wine for the first time, uh, drawing on the knowledge passed down from uh, his father, Tommaso, and grandfather, uh, Giuseppe. Faced him with the philosopher epidemic, you know, in the late uh, 19th century. Uh, Noe embarked on the chilling uh, journey in winemaking, guided by his family uh, and dedicated, of course, workers. Noe's sons, Marcello, my grandfather, carried on the family tradition with uh, equal passion. We acquired vineyards uh, and leased wine plants across Salento, catering the two clients across Italy. Salento wine, uh, known for its high cold uh, content, you know, uh, became sought after for blending by mercant in Piemonte, especially, but also in Veneto, Lombardy, and Tuscany. Uh, Marcello's sons, Salvatore, joined him, introducing business, uh, business uh, management to modernize production. And uh, at the end, uh, in 1975, they became bottling high quality wine under the Apollonio brand. Salvatore in, in um, intuition for the new opportunity and the focus on the modernization market is a new era post World Second War. Uh, under uh, his uh, leadership, the company thrived, bottling uh, exceptional wine, really. In 1995, my brother and I took the reins of the fourth generation and driven by enthusiasm, absolutely, and experience. We expand the Point the national border, specialized in wine aging and uh, broadening the, the retail uh, network. Uh, Apollonio 
wines telling a tale of, of family untouchable authenticity are now enjoyed in almost uh, 40 countries in the world. That's amazing. And just so everyone uh, knows, how old is your winery? When did your family start the winery? 1870. That's really incredible. So what was it like for you to grow up around wine? Did you always dream of becoming a winemaker? Yeah, growing up around the wine means being emerging in a rich family tradition, you know, from Noia Polonia Vineyards to my father, Salvatore Expansion. It was more than a business. It was really a, our way of life, traveling with my father, meeting clients, adapting to change. So wine has a rich connection to us, to diverse people. Uh, witnessing the important evolution of our history was like uh, seeing uh, our family embrace change while preserving our uh, heritage. Today, under my, me and my brother Marcello's leadership, uh, my, my, my brother called like my grandfather, you know, <laughs> we continue his legacy, uh, we reaching beyond our borders, uh, growing up around the wine was a journey through time, a connection to our roots, and the realization of what our wine tell a story appreciated by a lot of people. Uh, the, 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 the flight side of the moon in winemaking families that your destiny seems predeterminated. Uh, nobody asked to me which job I wanted to do when I increased the assumption being that you are natural became a winemaker. And so in my case, the Expression became a reality when, uh, at a young age, my brother and I found our self-trust into the responsibility of continuing the family legacy after our uh, sudden father passing. In alternative life, uh, I, I may have uh, pursued a different path, perhaps as an uh, archaeologist, uh, the, the allure of uh, Inerting the story from the past has always passionate to me. Life, uh, it is the uh, own way of leading. I've done an expert, uh, an expected path, and uh, my journey when making became my calling. I actually think that's such a parallel passion, though. Arche I mean, maybe that's one thing Professor Scienza teaches us is that archaeology yeah. and, and enology and wine can be so intertwined. Yeah, I love Professor Scienza. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Apollonio, as you mentioned, started in 1870, and it's part of the Union of Historical Wineries, which is a pretty big honor that was bestowed upon you by the Italian Chamber of Commerce. So first of all, congratulations. That must bring you a lot of pride. Um, but in your role as CEO, how do you balance honoring the heritage you know, of your past and all these traditions while innovatively working towards the future? Yeah, the, our winery is one of the leading wineries uh, in Puglia, well known in Italy, overseas for its quality production, or the high up for this. Furthermore, because if our long story, we have been recognized in a historical enterprise by the Italian Chamber of Commerce, uh, this is a very, really uh, recognition, uh, which has also been given to other well-known uh, Winaris, like, uh, I don't know, Antinori, Ricardo, Licecchi. So we are very proud of this. Uh, being uh, recognized as part of the Union Historical Winaris by the Italian Chamber of Commerce, feel us uh, uh, with pride. 
as the CEO, my approach involves defining a balance between honoring uh, our tradition and raising innovation for the future. Our member, uh, membership reflects uh, our uh, commitment to preserving uh, the heritage and time honoring the practices uh, that define uh, our winemaking. Uh, I ensure that we uphold the, the craftsmanship passed down through generation while uh, also exploring the modern method, methods uh, and enhance uh, quality and uh, sustainability. Uh, the key is uh, to respect our past uh, while being open to the opportunities uh, of the present. Uh, it is a journey of blended tradition with innovation and uh, ensuring uh, that every bottle of Apollonio wine carries the test of, of our history and uh, glimpse uh, into the promising future of our winemaking legacy. I think that's such a beautiful way to put it and probably why you've had such a strong presence in the area for, for so many years. Um, yeah. So you do a lot to advance both winemaking, enology in Puglia, and the perception of Puglian wines around the world. So can you tell me about some of the work you've done, for example, with the University of Salento? And what do you really hope to achieve through these collaborations? Yeah, the, 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 our collaboration with the, the University of Salento is a crucial aspect of our commitment to advancing winemaking in Puglia and uh, and uh, elevating the perception of Puglian wines globally. I, I remember just that in Puglia now there is the, 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 the um, uh, wine, uh, for enology and uh, winemaker, uh, you can study for this. And the working end in end with the university allow us to integrate academic uh, ex expertise and cutting edge research into our winemaking practice. Uh, one significant project involves exploring uh, sustainable uh, viticulture techniques that align with the unique terroir in Puglia. This collaboration enables to the employment um, uh, environmentally friendly practice that uh, not only enhances uh, the quality of our wine, but also contributes to the overall sustainability of the region viticulture. Uh, Additionally, we engage the Enjoy initiative focused on grape variety indigenous to Puglia. Uh, for example, tomorrow there is uh, one very important in uh, very close here in the winery. But studying and preserving uh, um, this local variety will not only celebrate the rich diversity for, of our ter terroir, but also work towards safeguarding uh, the cultural heritage embedded in each bottle of Puglian wine. Uh, ultimately, we hope that to position Puglia as a leading force in a world of wine celebrated for its quality, diversity, and uh, commitment to sustainable practice. That's so great. And I, I talked about this a lot in my last interview uh, with a Puglian winemaker, but I just want to remind everybody that the amount of biodiversity in indigenous varieties in, in Puglia is astounding. I mean, there are just so... Yeah, 100 indigenous varieties. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, and then talking more a bit about how you kind of bring uh, the Puglia into the consciousness of the world, can you tell me a bit more about your event, um, Premio Apolonio? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a very... Uh, <laughs> 
very liked me to speak about the Apollonia Award. It became uh, highly anticipated event in the Salento summer uh, event out. Normally, it's the last uh, Friday of June, uh, even though it is a private uh, affair. It takes place in a, a beautiful location in the historical center. The, um, it's called the Carmelity Cloister, a magnificent setting that uh, highlights the beauty of our Puglia. Uh, the idea originated with my brother and me who wanted to pay tribute to the memory of our parents who were enthusiasmed of culture in every aspect. So we decided to organize an event that brings together the best artists from the Italian and international cultural scene. Over time, we decided to add another piece to the puzzle. Uh, throughout this event, we award someone who has uh, both glory to Puglia worldwide. Uh, the condition is that they must be a citizen of Puglia, uh, even honorary. This way, we can pay homage to greatness of our land and honor our roots and predecessors who have allowed us to achieve the milestones that make our region one of the most covered destinations today. During the, the last two editions, for example, we had the pleasure awarding the English Oscar-winning actress Ellen Mirren uh, and the American Oscar-winning actor John Turturro, both honorary citizens of Puglia. The former, they're falling in love with it uh, and making it uh, her second homeland in uh, very close to Tricase. Tijano is the country where where um, Helen live, and uh, the latter for having a Puglia ancestor who emigrated to America from uh, Giovinazzo is the name of the country, the village. That is so great. And and I, I will say your answer was so lovely and so professional. I'll say, is it not the party of the summer in Puglia? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are a half Pugliano. <laughs> <laughs> it's about honoring such a beautiful culture, but it's also about getting together and having fun. Yeah. Um, okay, so I want to talk today a lot about Negron Maro. Um, yeah. And so first, can you start by just giving a short backstory of the grape for anyone who might not know it or even know it well? Yeah, yeah. First, it's necessary to note that uh, really in, uh, in um, Puglia and Salento, especially we are fortunate. We are in, uh, in this area that... Uh, Known for three particular characteristics: an expressive local saving, uh, capture them dead. That is gold. Uh, Salento, Lusole, Lumare, Luiento. Uh, this even means um, Salento, the sun, the sea, and the wind. These are three elements uh, crucial for the genuine development of our grapes. The sun, especially around harvest time, but also through the year, low for the complete maturation of the plant and its fruit, providing sugar. Emily alcohol instructor to our wine. Uh, the wind uh, ensures that the plants remain clean, free from fungi or parasites, and um, carries a scent test from the surrounding and development of the grapes. Uh, the sea means minerality in the soil and the air, contribution to the good freshness, indeed, the high level of minerality of our wine. All of the, these elements are so reflected in our main grape variety. Negramaro is the king, really, of the of the Salento. It's a red grape variety that hails from the Puglia region in southern Italy, particularly prevalent in Salento, really. 
the origin of the name derived from the combination of two words, one Latin, Niger, and one Greek, Mavrus, both uh, meaning uh, black. Therefore, Negramaro literally tran, uh, translated to, to black, black, or twice black. Uh, this grape is a long history, uh, dating back thousands of years, uh, 3,000 of years, really. It's believed to have ancient origin, possibly introduced to the Greece when they settled the region. I remember that uh, the Puglia together, Basilicata and Calabria, is the Magna Grecia, right? Uh, over time, the grammarians became deeply intertwined with the viticultural heritage in Puglia. One of the distinctive features of the grape is the, it's adapted to the warm and arid climate in Puglia. The region experiences scorching temperature and Negramaro times in this condition produce wines with rich flower, robust structures. The grape is known for its thick skins with the contributed to the deep color and tiny fond in in the wines, of, of, of course. In terms of flower, Negramaro wines often exhibition a unique combination of dark fruit flower, like uh, black sherry and plum, uh, along with a hint of spiced tobacco. Uh, very typical of Negramaro is the almonds. If you want to say if it's a Negramaro original, you have to taste the almonds. The wine can range from medium to Full body and uh, the, the tannin provide the central level of structure, making them uh, age worthy. And what I, one of the things I love about Negro Maro so much is its ability to kind of be this wine that has a bigger, darker structure, but this bright, like you said, this minerality from from the yeah, absolutely. sea that like keeps it so fresh. Um. So, okay, tell me a bit about your process for making Negro Maro into wine. Yeah, absolutely. The, the Negramaro is one of the most versatile grape varieties in Italy, probably in the world. Uh, this versatility allows for the production of not only great rays and rosé that, uh, uh, well, you know, but, uh, but also, for example, classic meadows, sparkling wines, Charmant, sparkling wines, Novello wines, young reds, uh, and uh, even... Uh, Exquisite uh, dessert wines. Uh, its versatility extended during the winemaking process, uh, ranging from long maturation that uh, sometimes uh, lasts almost two months for aging red, for example, to the tier of rosé, a wine in Italy we call lacrima, a wine of one night uh, with uh, is also romantic understands. Uh, in this process, the grapes are left of for a night without any pressing, and the resulting mass, known as Motto Fiore, it's called in Italy, it becomes our Negramaro tier. The, the journey continued to the third wine, where the winemaker rule uh, became uh, almost uh, superfluous, uh, giving nature the space to take uh, its course. Uh, all of this, of course, is done with uh, on the A of the Sanento traditional tradition and the advance and uh, technology, tech, uh, technology, which is uh, making uh, significant uh, uh, spreads uh, while always uh, screaming not to compromise the uniqueness of the exceptional grapes. Uh, speaking on the grammar, I'm pleased to, to, uh, to share you with uh, some news that will bring me great joy and make me very happy and grateful. Uh, but really, yesterday, just yesterday, for example, I had the honor of meeting a uh, 
His Holiness uh, Pope Francis uh, to warm with President a gift of a bottle of uh, 1967 Coming back to America, Venetale International Academy, the ultimate Italian wine qualification will be held in New York City from 4 to 6 March 2024. Have you got what it takes to become the next Italian wine ambassador? Find out at Venetale.com. That is what an honor. Congratulations to, to <laughs> the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Very, very, very sympathetic of Pope Francis. Yes. <laughs> And that's actually a perfect kind of segue really quickly back to what um, I had mentioned to Laika about your tasting at Tormina Gourmet of the older yeah. varieties. Um, can we just talk really quickly about, you know, the ageability of Negro Mato? Like I said, I tried that in 1978. And if yeah. I had tasted it blind, I would have never, I would have guessed maybe like the 90s, but I would have never guessed like it had this much Thank age. You. And so. How, yeah, just talk a little bit about um, how this wine is, is so ageable. Yeah, 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 absolutely. The, the, um, the, the, the Negramaro, uh, his reputation is a uh, high quality grape for several uh, companion reasons. Uh, terroir adaptability, Negramaro exactly in adapting uh, to diverse terroir, showcasing the unique characteristic of the region where uh, it's grown from clay-rich soil to coastal sand, but also the versatility in winemaking, I say you before, uh, to produce a variety of wines, uh, also to produce a blend, uh, offering a broad spectrum of options to carry to different tastes, but really all the dock that we produce in uh, Salento, there is a Negramar inside. But also the rich flower profile, uh, uh, renowned for rich flower, Negramaro wines, uh, future dark fruit, spice, uh, occasionally also earthy and the stone, operative uh, full body and uh, robust sensory experience, uh, uh, without forgetting the almonds, uh, uh, the, the structural integrity of uh, aging potential that you said before. Uh, the grapes uh, think skin provide both deep color and uh, tannin, ensuring uh, structural integrity and uh, and changing the aging potential of the wine. The Negramar is called the Nebbiolo of the South. Uh, historical significance also, with um, deep historical roots in Puglia, uh, and specifically in Salento, Negramaro reflects a legacy of winemaking, adding a cultural significance to the wine crafted from this grape, and uh, of course, uh, a question really of Salento Puglia identity beyond the enological blue of Negramaro symbolizes the world on Puglia and Salento, the hill of Puglia where our winery is located today, the tip is called Monteroni di Lecce, embodying the region's identity and dedicated to generation winemakers. In summary, Negramaro adaptability, versatility, rich flowers, Structural uh, integrity, historical significance, a reflection of our identity, collectively contribute to its standing as a high quality and uh, revered grape. 
when you mention all of these things that make it so unique, like you said, it's the Nebbiolo of the South. And it really does remind me of Nebbiolo and the importance that Nebbiolo has in, in Piemonte and, and, yeah. and uh, even in, uh, in Lombardia and Valsalina. So, yeah, I hope people will start to drink more Negro Moro, get to know it a little better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's talk now about the Alberello Pugliese, which is the training system you use, especially for the top quality Negro Moro. Um, so why does this training system suit the climate and why are you trying to have it acknowledged as an example of heroic viticulture? Yeah, Lobuyese is a little tree system, no? also a unique place, uh, as likely the oldest grape growing method ever used. Original from ancient time, no? I tell you before, this was that the Magna Grecia is that the, the the, the fat way to, to, to produce uh, in a modern way from the Greek people. Uh, so we speak about uh, 3,000 years ago. The system has evolved over, over the century. Uh, the the Greeks played uh, a key role in its evolution, recognizing uh, the benefit of keeping uh, Venus low. They popularized the sapling cultivation, departing from the early use of trees for support. And uh, this shift made the grape cultivation simpler um, and more cost-effective. Even today, uh, Alberello Pugliese maintains the tradition of keeping Venus close to the ground, primarily uh, focused on quality, allowing uh, only six, uh, six, eight baths for wine for Vina. There's uh, the deliberate uh, low yield for for Vina enhance the concentration of flour in the grapes, contributing to, to, to the wine quality. Uh, suited for warm climate, Alberello Pugliese, low bash wine, and then see uh, table leaves create a protective canopy. Uh, this leaf covering shield the berries from the sun, hides the repairing process by transferring the heat from the soil to the plant. Uh, beyond practical consideration, the Pugliese represents a living part while making history connected as to a tradition that spans thousands of years, uh, trend powering uh, higher yield. Uh, our premium online remain dedicated to Alberello Pugliese. Some of our wine aged uh, 50, 60 years or more stand as living example of this uh, enduring tradition. By embracing Alberello, we honor our heritage to produce wine uh, that uh, encapsulates a thousand years of winemaking history. In a sense, Alberello Pugliese is just a practical grape growing seeds. It's a cultural legacy that continues to share the, uh, the quality and authenticity of our. The only problem of Alberello is that the, the quantity for hectare is very low. And the, 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 every every typology of worker is by hand is impossible the mechanization, but this is also the, the nice uh, the, the nice way of this story. Yes, absolutely. And in a previous conversation, you mentioned that you are like many areas in the world struggling to find labor to help you with all the hands-on work. Is that right? Yeah. It's hard when everything is done by hand to find all the help that you need. <laughs> So, okay, uh, let's talk now a little bit about, you know, so you, again, Apollonio has been here since 1870. And in that time, obviously, consumer preferences have changed a lot. So would you say that you 
have shifted your winemaking styles as these preferences have shifted? Or do you have a particular style of wine you really stick to? Well, over the span of our journey since uh, 1870, we are witnessing the shift in consumer preference within the dynamic world of wine, recognizing the importance of staying in tune with the evolving taste. We are embracing the adaptability without compromising our core values. Our commitment to crafting uh, exceptional wines of authentic remain uh, underworking. Uh, while uh, staying true the sense of our uh, classic style, which are to the test of time, we also integrate uh, innovative elements to meet the demand of today's palate. Uh, yeah, of course. This is a delicate balance evolving within the parameter of our rich tradition. Our aim is uh, to offer um, a diverse range of wine that uh, not only resonates with modern consumer, but also carry the enduring legacy of craft mentioning that definitely is Apollonia. In a sense, our approach is, um, is about to stay in a relevant is a changing landscape while preserving the timeless quality that have uh, has been synonymous uh, with Apollonia forever a century. And I, I definitely, when I tried all your wines at Tormino Gourmet in the vertical lineup, yeah. noticed that was a clear thread through everything that was like such a beautiful um, stamp of, of your winemaking. There was, everything um, was, mm. you know, Thanks. pretty low alcohol considering the grape and where it comes from and, and um, great structure. So that is definitely all present in your wines. And speaking of people enjoying your wines, you export to over 40 countries. So what yeah. would you say is your best export market? What would you say is your fastest growing market? And are there any markets you're looking to open? Yeah, yeah. Well, in this moment, maybe the best market is China, but the Japan, China, Europe are our strongest market with growing potential, of course, you know, in Latin America. Our approach is characterized by the commitment uh, to in uh, deep market studies uh, ensuring uh, that our offering uh, align with uh, each region unit uh, preference uh, we pro priority quality over speed recognize that building um, such a full market requires time and uh, a truthful combination of market study and uh, uh, compelling product offering so uh, the reason is it, there isn't a reality part of the growing export market. Uh, while uh, our presence uh, in the USA, for example, currently involved the secondary line uh, to total wine, maybe, you know, in USA, we aspire to bring the, the complete Apollonia line to American uh, enthusiasts. Uh, thinking the right importer is uh, uh, crucial to us, uh, as we believe our wine uh, distinguished by the meticulous uh, craftsmanship membership uh, and the commitment to genuine quality of the unique place uh, in the market. Uh, we look forward to expanding our footprint and sharing the full Apollonia experience with the wine lovers user in the USA, of course. Absolutely. Yes. So I want, I want to just reiterate that if there are any um, importers listening that you are looking to expand into the US. So 
Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> um, okay. I also have to, because of my line of work, I would love to ask you about um, direct sales and tourism, tourism. So you actually do a lot of work with the Movimento Turismo del Vino in Puglia. Um, so can you tell me about tourism in Puglia? And how important is it to your business? And also, how can people visit you? Yeah, absolutely. Enotourism plays a, a pivotal role in our association, the Movimento Turismo del Vino in Puglia. That I remember this year was 30 years that uh, organized Cantina Aperta, the last day of May, where, where we actively champion, promote the excellence of Puglian wine and winemaking. Uh, uh, as the president of this uh, esteemed association, I can attest to the significance of enotourism for both individual vinaries like Apollonia and the broader viticultural landscape of Puglia. Movimento Turismo del Vino serves like a driving force in showcasing the excellence of Puglian wines and the unique uh, uh, cultural uh, heritage association with our uh, vineyards uh, through collaborative. Uh, Efforts with the uh, vinaries, and um, we aim to provide uh, visitors with on uh, with uh, an immersive experience that goes beyond wine tasting, offering insight into the tradition, history, the art history that uh, define our region. Eno uh, tourism is not just about savoring exceptional wines; it's about contributing to the local economy. Uh, visitors to our region engage with the local businesses, uh, artisan, uh, hospital service, uh, uh, fostering economic growth and sustainable tourist practice. Uh, of course, also the food of Talenta. Movimento di Svavino plays a strong emphasis uh, on educational initiative. We, we aim to uh, enlighten visitors about the different terroir of Puglia, the intricacies of winemaking, the cultural significance of our wine. And this initiative contributes to elevating the overall wine tourism experience, of course. Our collaboration with the esteemed vineyards is integral to our mission by working closely with the winemakers. We ensure that the enotourism experience aligns with our shared commitment to excellent authenticity, showcasing the best that Puglia has to offer. In conclusion, Enoturismo, as, as championed by the Movimento Turismo del Vino in Puglia, is a dynamic force that not only showcases the excellence of our winners, but also contributes to the sustainability growth of our region. Is a journey that invites wine enthusiasts to discover this really extraordinary world uh, of Puglian wines. Uh, you are Barbara, you are witness, and we are delighted to have winners like Apollonia as a, a cherished partner of uh, this uh, uh, endeavor. Uh, for those uh, uh, eager to explore Apollonia, we facility organize a tour, event, and uh, educational programs. A visitor can witness the winemaking processes uh, for attend, enjoy tasting, curated by showcase the diversity of Puglian wines, 
and immerse themselves in the unique cultural experience that we offer. If you want to, you can, however, you can visit the, our website, www.apolloniovini.it, and choose the wine tasting experience that, that, that fits you better. Yes. So I, I want to just take a moment really quickly to celebrate Puglia and its efforts to come together around enotourism. I think it's really a benchmark as, as other regions need to think about growing enotourism in their areas because you guys have worked together in such a beautiful way. And as somebody that has been going to Puglia now for many years, I have seen this growth that at, all at the same time seems to bring you a lot of um, economic success and we'll, we'll even say brand recognition, Puglia as a brand, but you have maintained your your heritage and your culture so beautifully. You're not losing yourself just to... Yeah. Puglia is called the, the, the California. It's very yeah. similar to California. <laughs> so I just we are yes, I want to mm -hmm. celebrate how wonderful you've grown enotourism um, you know, over these over these years and your your role in that and, and other people involved in this movement too is is really exciting to see. Um so let's get back to to grape growing a little bit. So as you probably well know, Massimiliano, Puglia is one of the hottest regions in Italy. So what I want to know is how is it that you are able to produce white wines and rose that are so bright and high in acid and crisp and refreshing? Um, and specifically, what training system do you typically use for for white grapes or grapes you'll make into rosé? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Puglia is, uh, of course, is uh, renowned for its uh, warmth. Uh, indeed, uh, presents a unique challenge when it comes to, to crafting bright and high acidity white wines uh, as well as rosé. I remember that uh, rosé in Italy is born in uh, in Salento. Eh? That is very important. They, the key lies in the meticulous technique we employ and our careful consideration of the grape growing environment. While Puglia is known for its hot climate, the diversity within the region offers a spectrum of microclimates. Coastal influence and elevation variety contribute to temperature difference even during the hottest summer months. Uh, the diversity allows us uh, to strategically plant uh, our vineyards, selecting the location that offer optimal uh, condition for white grape variety. Choosing the right grape var variety uh, is uh, paramount. The, the, we focus on varieties that live uh, in a warmer climate, uh, yet uh, uh, maintain a natural acidity. For white and rose grapes like uh, Fiano, Verdeca, Bianco d'Alessano, and Primitivo, Sottomagnello, Negramaro, careful cultivated in suitable microclimates, allow us to achieve the, the, the serious balance of brightness and acidity. Our choice of a, a suitable training system also plays a crucial role. This uh, uh, reduces the risk of uh, disease. Um, maintain grape health and contribute to the freshness of the fruit. And managing the temperature during the winemaking process is equally vital, of course. Modern winemaking techniques such as the temperature control fermentation allow us to preserve the vibrant aromas and the natural acidity of the grapes. This ensures that our white wine and rosé maintain their level and increase 
critical character. Harvest timing is uh, also a meticulous process by uh, monitoring the grape uh, repainting uh, stage closely. We can pick the, gra uh, the grapes at the optimal moment. Uh, this um, ensures that acidity is retained even the, in the warm Puglian uh, climate. Combining the traditional winemaking method with innovation, innovative approach allow us to navigate the challenges of our climate. It's a delicate balance that reflects our commitment to produce exceptional white rosé wines, especially that capture the extent of Puglia. Conclusion, while, Puglia, while Puglia's climate is deemed warm, our ability to produce bright and high acidity white wine rosé is a testament to, and also sparkling wine that is important, is a testament to the synergy of careful grape selection, thoughtful vineyards management, and a blend of traditional and modern winemaking practice. It's this harmonious approach that allows us to create wine that showcases the best of our region, Puglia. Yes, and thank you for also calling out the, the Bollicina because you are making beautiful both Metodo Classico yeah. and Marfinotti sparkling wines. So thank yeah. you for calling that out. Puglia is, in Puglia, it really increased the production of sparkling and Marfinotti. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Puglian soil is known as terra rossa or red soil. And if you've ever been to Puglia, you've seen it. It's like the color of a brick. Um, and that's owing to yeah. the, the high iron content. So what effect does this have on the on the grapes? Yeah, the, the, the famous terra rossa and Puglia are rich in iron content. Uh, significantly influence the grapes and uh, consequently the, the wines. The, the high iron uh, Content imparts a unique mineral character to the grapes, shaping the flower profile and contributing to the extinct terroir of Puglia. The soil's competition mix of clay and limestone provide excellent drainage, preventing water lodging and ensuring balanced wine growth. The red color of the soil absorbs and retains heat aiding the temperature regulation. Uh, these acts uh, achieve uh, balance and retaining, uh, resulting in grapes with harmonious sugars and uh, acidity. Uh, while beneficial, the soil's warmth and drainage capacity can pose uh, challenges like uh, water stress uh, regarding careful vineyards management for optimal uh, uh, grape uh, quality. Uh, Ultimately, that there are strong servers as a canvas for the vines, allowing them to express the authentic terroir of Puglian wines with the robust flower and the mineral complexity. And they're like I said, they're just so incredible to look at. I've never, I've, nowhere else in the world have I ever seen soil so red. Uh, yeah. Also, because you consider that uh, it's very good because for us. Uh, it's not necessary, especially in the Alberello Pugliese, don't give water. No, in the future, it would be very important. Yes, yes. So it can mm -hmm. maybe help you as, you know, we all manage climate change. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so what do you think uh, is the biggest challenge facing Puglia as a wine region at the moment? And what is your hope for the region in the future? 
Yeah, well, one of the significant uh, challenges of facing Puglia as a wine region is striking a delicate b- balance between tradition and innovation, we said before. Uh, while our rich winemaking heritage is a touch of pride, adapting to evolving consumer preference and global market dynamic requires a forward thinking uh, approach. Uh, climate change, you know, we said before, poses another considerable uh, challenge. Puglia's climate, while uh, uh, the advantages to in many ways also be becoming more uh, um, unpredictable, uh, managing the impact of climate variation greatly repaying the, and uh, influence of sustainability of viticultural practice are pressing concerns. Uh, additionally, for positioning Puglia wines in the international ma- market remain a challenge. Breaking through the, the, the clutter, showcasing the unique quality of our wine, admit the vast global wine landscape required strategic branding and market uh, education offer. Uh, while enotourism uh, has been growing, there is an opportunity to further develop uh, this aspect, creating immersive experience for visitors, for visitors, and uh, establish Puglia as uh, a such after wine tourism destination can be a key driver for the region economic uh, growth. Uh, looking uh, ahead, my hope for Puglia is to see to a uh, continued elevation of quality across the wine spectrum. Uh, embracing uh, sustainable viticulture practice, uh, a leveraging uh, technological uh, advancement uh, will be crucial. Uh, this is not only uh, ensures the health of our vineyards, but also allow to the produce wine that uh, resonate with the sharing uh, global consumer. Uh, preserving and uh, celebrating our indigenous varieties, such as Primitiva uh, Negramar, is fundamental. Uh, this grape uh, a testament of our cultural uh, heritage and the unique uh, uh, characteristics that Puglia wines apart by by championing uh, this variety we can create a, a distinct identity for Puglia wine in the international market but also Fusmaniello, Verdeca or Fiano. I spy to see Puglia again uh, brother recognized for its uh, winemaking excellence by strategically positioning our uh, wine in global market and for participating in prestigious wine competition, we can uh, showcase the quality, diversity, the authenticity that define Puglia wine. I remember just that uh, Puglia is the first region uh, in, in Italy to produce biological because uh, for, the, for our uh, uh, wonderful soil. Collaboration among winemaker, uh, institution and association is uh, key. Uh, by fostering a culture of uh, knowledge sharing and innovation, we can uh, collectively address uh, uh, challenges, adapt to changing uh, uh, circumstances, uh, elevate Puglia to new aid in the world of wine. Uh, conclusion, uh, while uh, uh, challenges it, they are met with uh, a resilient spirit and a commitment to ensuring that Puglia's wine continue to be is in that quality, tradition, and innovation. My hope is for Puglia not only navigate the current challenges successfully, but also emerge as a beacon of excellence of this global wine landscape, 
celebrate for this unique terroir and the passion uh, <laughs> of this uh, of its winemaker and its producer. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think we've heard for a lot from you the passion of a winemaker and also about the unique terroir of Puglia. Yeah, yeah. And I just want to offer really quickly again, as somebody who has spent a lot of time there, that the way that I think about wines from Puglia, if I had to describe them in one word, is that they are sincere. They so beautifully express the area where they came from in a way that is not pretentious and is always um, exciting, is always kind of like intriguing. I always want to go back for more. So you've explained to us pretty well, I think, how um, you can make really uh, beautiful, high quality, ageable reds like Negromaro in Puglia. And you can also make these beautiful, high acid, you know, enjoyable drinking white wines you can make great sparkling wines so again i just want to drive home for for people listening that Puglia is a fantastic place to take a, a wine journey to learn more about everything happening there thank you Byron. yes absolutely <laughs> no i love Puglia so much <laughs> so, i love california yeah. okay, good. <laughs> well now we must talk about food in Puglia because again the food is so amazing so can you tell us what are your favorite you know Puglian food and and indigenous wine grape pairings uh with the local dishes yeah yeah you know that i love good wine but i love also good food and so maybe this is the best question really for me bianco d'alessano for example he, is uh, experience the vibrant notes of Bianco d'Alessano. Uh, Alessano is a little village close uh, in uh, Lecce, the big city, the biggest city in uh, Salento. Alongside the dish of, for example, with Bianco d'Alessano, is very good with the orecchiette, with the pesto di rucola, uh, because the, the wine uh, crispness complement the peppery arugula pesto, creating uh, harmonious uh, balance. But oh, the primitivo, uh, uh, primitivo, you know, the old name of primitivo was primaticcio. That means that harvest is before all the other grapes. In August, we have already the harvest. Uh, and some of the old primitivo with the classic pairing, uh, for example, grilled uh, lamb, chops, uh, 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 the wines, robust character, uh, and cheeses, the savory flavor of the lamb, creating a dynamic, a uh, satisfying onion. And of course, Negramaro, the light uh, in the velvety richness of the Negramaro, alongside the Melanzana and La Parmigiana, absolutely. The, in, in Puglia are very famous, the Parmigiana di Melanzana. The wines deep, that fruit notes, complementary, the layer of flower in this classical eggplant, Parmesan dish, creating a luscious and indulgent pairing. In summary, the, this alternative pairing showcases the versatility of Bianco d'Alessano, Primitivo and Negramaro, creating a, a confident, exciting combination with the Puglia, diverse local dish. You remember, remember that the Puglia is very long uh, from the south to the north. Uh, so, cheers to, to exploring new dimension of the flavor. Yeah, and I think one of the amazing things, not only do you have this great um, you know, diversity in your wine grapes, but you have great diversity in the in the local cuisine too, because you have all of these beautiful fish dishes in the more coastal areas. You have great, like you said, um, meat dishes like lamb um, or the podolica, the beef, um, and then you've got 
you, I mean, you can, for Puglia is so fertile, you can grow any vegetable you've ever thought of. So you have everything. Uh, for, for example, Ostuni, they, that you know very good, is very famous for the, yeah, of course, for the meat, but also for the vegetables are really incredible in Ostunia. Yes. Yes. I, I tell people all the time, I don't know how it is that a eggplant or a zucchini can taste so good as compared to anywhere else in the world, but it does. It's the best place to try all of these vegetables is Puglia. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Well, those were um, the bulk of my questions. Do you feel like you got to say everything that you wanted to say? Is there anything else that you wanted to add? I want uh, before thank thank you to every that uh, come in this very uh, very pleasure for me for Barbara for Stevie that I hope that I will see very also for Laika and uh, and thank you very much really uh, the only say that um, I need to say is that you have to absolutely to come in Puglia in Salento especially because. Uh, Really, is a very good place uh, to to live, to drink wine, uh, to to eat food, and uh, to to stay together, all the other friends. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Thank you absolutely. so much, guys. Um, so I have one more question. So, if, for example, um, um, I wanted to go to Puglia and visit your winery. How can our listeners um? find you is there um, a website that they can check and um also what are the offerings in terms of the wine tourism yeah you can go on the website www.apolloniovini.it or if you want uh, a more uh, more other winery you can go on the www.movimentoturismodelvinopuglia.it mtv mtvpuglia.it where you can find all the really the best uh, um company that are present in Puglia that are of of course organized for the wine tourism so that's it for today and have a good weekend and happy holidays everyone ciao ciao thank you so much happy holiday bye no. ciao Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin.